I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast, episode 11. Welcome back, everybody, to the MonsterCast, where we talk about the monsters, of course. If you haven't listened, thank you for joining us now. We are back from our Christmas break and New Year's break, I guess. Um, Holiday break. Just <gasps> all around break. Damn Family, it, friends. It's <laughs> each other, you know, <laughs> get away from it all. We left for a few weeks there. <laughs> Uh, I gotta tell you, man, I felt like I had a, I had a feeling of a sneeze coming on during that intro, uh-huh. and then it just didn't happen, and I hate that feeling. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, well, with that said already. <laughs> I, welcome to all everyone who has uh, been, you know, liking our Facebook page and stuff. It's great to see more people, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we love, love the growth. Um, just go on. interaction in general. Yeah, of course. And with that said, too, um, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the MonsterCast. We are also on YouTube, where you can see our pretty ugly faces um, doing this show every week at uh, the MonsterCast on YouTube as well. And then uh, you can email us. Um, at themonstercast at outlook.com. Uh, anything you want, if you want to tell us how we're doing, if you want to tell us a story about how uh, you got into the monsters or your feelings on the monsters versus the Adams family. Ooh. Um, so, yeah. With that said, Tivis, should we dive into this or do you got something else for us? No, not this week. Awesome. All right. Let's get into this, man. All right. Uh, season one, episode 20, Bats of a Feather, aired February 4th, 1965, written by James B. Allardyce. <laughs> I swear I've got that correct before, but for some reason, my brain's stopping. Uh, <laughs> Tom Adir and Norm Liebman, uh, directed by a, a new newcomer, Jer- Jerry Paris, who, uh, will go on to do 237 episodes of happy days where he also has acting credits and also police Academy two and three. I love police Academy movies. Mm-hmm. Our guests this episode are Alvy Moore as Dr. Grant, who played Alan in scream. I know you're a big horror guy. Uh, Alan hunt as the second GI. Wait, who Frank did he play Gar- in, who did he play in scream? Uh, Alvy Moore played Alan in Scream. Okay. And then the next guest is named Alan Hunt, mm-hmm. who played the second GI. Uh, Frank Gardner is the first GI, who will be back in a future episode. Why do they do this sometimes? They list the second before the first in the credits. Is that a commonplace <sighs> thing? Not sure. 
All right, it's just bugging me. Uh, we have Barbara Babcock as Miss Gerthree, uh, who had uh, who will go on to have two different roles in the Green Hornet and many in Star Trek. Thomas McBride as Mister Hazlett, and this is his very last acting credit. Um, oh, I don't know if he retired or just got bored of it, but. <laughs> Uh, Sally Mills as the stewardess, Ronnie Dappo as the first boy, James Mathers as the second boy, which notice they did first and second there, but also James Mathers, this dude's career. I was so excited to talk about this guy with you because (laughs) you will be really interested looking this guy up. He has worked with cameras. He's done electrical cinematography. Uh, He's acted and directed. He directed nine episodes of Beetleborgs and the cinematographer for the Mystic Knights of Terranog. Ooh, nice. My kind of guy. I love yes. all of those shows. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I was like, oh, I was reading through this guy's list of accomplishments. And like, oh, my God. Uh, and then finally, we have Gilbert Green as Mr. Brubaker, who was in shows uh, like uh, Hogan's Heroes, My Favorite Martian, Star Trek, Starsky mm. Hutch, Charlie of Angels, Magnum P.I. So it if you watched any of these shows and you pay attention to background, uh, not background, uh, guest actors like this, uh, you may recognize him because he was in a ton. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a lot when I was watching this episode. I was just like, I recognize a lot of these people, but I couldn't put names to them. Like there there was a lot of them. I was just like, who the hell is that? Um, and then I did look up a few of them. But yeah, I was just like so amazed by how many recognizable faces i had seen in this one episode an episode oh, yeah, it was 20 episode 20 correct yes yep um so yeah i was just like what <laughs> what is going on I, at first i was just like no that's not no and, and then i looked him up and i was like oh yeah cool um so yeah i uh i enjoyed seeing a bunch of different people that i've seen in the past <laughs> just now it's in the further past but in the present if that makes sense <laughs> um anyways uh is that all you got for me then yeah that's all the guest list awesome and i am glad that you read the name of this episode before me because i would have said bats of a father because i wasn't reading it as uh, diligently as i should have um so bats of a feather as tivis said uh Episode 20, Eddie needs an impressive pet to take to the school pet fair. When Igor the bat gets insulted by one of Herman's wise cracks and flies away, Grandpa changes himself into a bat to impersonate Igor. Dun, dun, dun. And Tivis, if people are asking, well, what about Cat and Spot? Why didn't we take those instead of Igor? Because there was a rift in the family about which pet was better. Um... So my first note in this, because we start off cat versus spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cat. We open up on Herman and Lily arguing about which pet. <laughs> right. Uh, apparently cat doesn't have a name. <laughs> it's just called cat. <laughs> I, I noted that as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, uh, let's dive into this episode, man. Uh, so yeah, as I said, so, you know, they open it about which, which pet should Eddie take to the pet fair to try and win. And uh, they asked uh, uh, Grandpa his opinion. 
And he's like, why don't you take Igor? You know, he's smarter than either one of them. Yeah. Uh, during this exchange, though, <laughs> I want to I, I took note that Herman mentioned spots the last of his species. Yeah. Um, is he a dinosaur, not a dragon? <sighs> well, we will see him later so we can decide later on that. Oh, we'll see him like almost immediately after for the first time we get our first look at spot as he's yeah. hiding under the stairs and it is much larger than they let on to believe in previous episodes. Oh yeah. But I think that's just because of the animatronic they had to use. <laughs> and he shoots fire at them in protest because he doesn't want to go to the pet fair. So, you- uh, you know, they decide uh, we'll, we'll just, we'll go with the Igor. Yeah. Uh, and spot spot will leave his when he's, a. Uh, when he's uh, ready to look for someone, he's hungry, something yeah. like that. I'm tripping over my words. Uh, but I made, I made note of that because I'm like, what do they mean to feed him or to eat? Both. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, seeing Spot was freaking awesome. Uh, finally, because before this, we've only seen Shadows. Yeah, I think only one shadow. No, we've seen it a couple no, we've times. We've seen it a couple it times. When they answered the door and then uh, up the stairs, I believe. Yeah. Which, how did he get up the stairs? We're not going down that route. <laughs> how did he move around the house, period? Right. Huge. I think we see a, a glimpse of him move around the house in another episode. Like I've seen images on the internet before about it. Um, where we see his like tail going. Actually, I think we have seen his tail already go into the kitchen. Have, yeah. yeah. Um, he's just one of those. Uh, okay. Well, that's enough on spot because he's only in this episode for like ten, ten seconds. So well, a little bit more on spot. Okay. It seems like the entire family is against Herman on the hits. He's good pet, so right. they really don't like spot. Which is interesting because Eddie always seemed like that was like his best like buddy. Yeah, he's the family dog. Up till now. So um and then I love that they had to do um we didn't even see the cat, did we? I don't remember yeah, even he was seeing right the there cat. on the couch. And he's like, It's just a normal house cat, and then it does the lion roar. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um so then we all decide we're gonna take Igor out. Mm-hmm. And what does Herman say to Igor? <laughs> well, he insults him somehow. I don't remember exactly. Right. But uh, it, yeah. when Grandpa's in the dungeon, mm-hmm. they have Igor resting on his shoulder. I'm like, oh, that's a cool effect. You know, it's like a parrot. Kinda. Yeah. Um, they used a ton of smoke as Igor was flying out of the house. To hide the wires and stuff. I'm like, this is way too much smoke. I've never seen that much come out of the, the dungeon before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is is it just me or does Igor's like the sounds these bats make? Does it not sound like a police system a little bit? A police a what? A, the police they're using like oh, move the them police. around. Yeah, because yeah, it bit sounds squeaky. like a squeaky wheel to me. Yeah. I mean, maybe they just did that on purpose so they didn't have to add in the noise later. <laughs> That's what I, that was my exact thought, actually. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. I, it, it works. Uh, but I don't know how I didn't notice it before. Uh, Cause he's not really a, a major part in any of the episodes. No, uh, this is the first time he actually has a semi major role to play and yeah. pretty much just this, but he flies away in uh protest but it would be a uh, uh, back to that it would be a lot cheaper route to for them to oh, go hang on oh my audio just stopped on me oh, okay sorry about that we had some i had some computer problems uh, <laughs> all right so um with with what we were saying about the pulley system it actually makes sense uh because it would be cheaper than having foley work done uh, afterwards in post-production um because it, for people that don't know what foley work is it's uh, uh basically how they create the sound effects for movies and tv shows um so just making the gears or pulleys or whatever squeaky would work a lot easier just put a microphone next to the that and let it go yeah anyways um so where were we at uh this is when the, uh, Igor, Igor takes off, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Eddie is sad he has no pet to take. Yeah. And, uh, Lily talks about how temperamental Igor is. Uh, well, so he's... Herman feels bad for insulting Igor, and Grandpa's like, hey, he could still take a bat. Like, wait, what do you mean? I'll just turn into one. You could pretend I'm Igor. Yeah, which Herman, this is the first idea Herman's actually excited about. He's like, "Do it." <laughs> yeah, this is also um, the first time we see Grandpa turn into something besides a dog or a wolf. Yeah, so that was cool, uh, and the transition into it wasn't horrible. I don't think. No. Or wait, we saw good. him turn into a bat once before, haven't we? When they flew I don't off. think so because usually he just puffs in the smoke and vanishes. That's, okay, that's what I was thinking. So this time he puffed in the smoke but turned into the bat. And oh you... no no no, he did. I remember because it was uh they botched his exit because you could see him leaving on the bottom of the screen. In the okay, smoke. yeah. See, I, I thought he went he up was... the stairs. So he has been a bat before, but this one yeah. we really see a lot more um, uh, animatronic work, I guess. Pulley works. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Especially later on when they're in a brighter environment. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So you you get him to turn into the bat, and he's a big ass bat. I feel he was bigger than Igor. Igor wasn't that big, was he? I, think I, I just f- used the same same bat. <laughs> I felt like he was a lot bigger. We'll see later on in the episode. Igor comes back, and I felt like it yeah. looked, it's just the same exact bat. Maybe. Well, clearly they have more bats, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're, they lie to Eddie, and it's like, hey, here's Eddie. And uh, Herman takes this opportunity to talk about how unintelligent Igor is and uh, to insult Grandpa when Grandpa can't say anything back. Yeah. Um, and uh, then they put Grandpa in the cage, and yeah. then tell Eddie, "Oh, hey, Igor came back." Um, and then Eddie just grabs uh Igor or Grandpa, 
uh, in the cage and walks off with him. And he's such a like a great like uh, human being <laughs> who's not a human being. Like the way he acts, werewolf acts, acts, ah, ah, I can't even say act, act. <laughs> the way he behaves <laughs> mm. is just why can't all kids behave as nicely and as politely as him like yeah he's even like where's grandpa i wanted to say goodbye to him he's oh yeah. he's uh in the dungeon doing an experiment right and, and he's like okay well goodbye guys i'll see you soon or see you later bye he Does says every he takes the bus we've well, seen him walking home yeah. before so i guess he walks to school yeah I don't think his school is supposed to be that far from their house. So, plus it was the sixties. Everybody walked to school. Remember? Don't you remember the stories? I walked to school in this five feet of snow oh, <laughs> uphill. Just in the ways. short time I haven't been to school, they're basically they basically dropping kids off and pick them up out front of their house anymore. The buses? Like, uh, uh, what's that? Buses? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I remember it was like. If you lived within a mile of the school, you were expected to walk. Yeah. I'm like, I know that that was, you know, close for some people before us. But now it's like, even if you live within that mile, the bus will pick you up. That's crazy. All right. Anyway. Jeez. Uh, I'm already tired. Um, yeah. So Eddie is just a polite young man, um, but he takes off and goes to the school. And this is where we get uh wait we get a little interaction between herman and lily before we get into the school um but not a whole lot so then we are going to the school fair where we're seeing all the other animals which is like hamsters uh i think there was a squirrel some rabbits um everything you can think of uh yeah for little furry pets and then um for some the principal, I guess, was the one who was judging this contest. Yeah, there was also a teacher there. Yeah. She was less than pleased once Eddie reveals that his pet's a bat. Right. Uh he he reveals the pet. Um and the look they gave him, it was funny. It, the principal goes, oh, what do we got here? And he's like, it's me, Mr. Whatever the, the principal's name was. And he's like, well, I was talking about the animal, but because he gave Eddie this weird look like, oh, gosh, what did he you. bring? <laughs> so uh, Eddie reveals the bat. And apparently this cage here doesn't have a top on it. The only thing keeping igor slash grandpa in the cage was like a black sheet that yeah. they had yeah it doesn't have a lid yeah or a top which i thought it did when when he left i thought so too the house but we did miss a comment about how uh herman is worried eddie will win because he knows grandpa will be smug as hell yeah yeah that oh that was the interaction they had before they jumped into uh, grandpa was our uh yeah he was like oh Cause if he wins, he'll never. Basically, he'll never let us hear the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then Eddie says, because apparently this is a comp. Like the the animal thing is supposed to be for like the smartest animal. Or yeah, smartest there's an award pet. for the smartest. And um. 
Eddie has like grandpa is gonna fly around or Igor's gonna fly around the room two times and then land back in his cage on command. He doesn't do that. <laughs> grandpa fails at being one of the smartest animals. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but it's possible. Yeah. yeah. He the fact that he lost to a squirrel is quite hilarious. Yeah. Well, they just kept having them fly around the room. I was just like, wait, what? What's going on here? It's, yeah. After this, Eddie comes home with the cage. He's like, oh, meet the most intelligent pet at the show, at the fair. And he pulls the sheet off and it's a squirrel. And he's yeah. like, where's the bat? Yeah. What did you do? As soon as he was walking in, I was like, wow, that cage got a lot smaller this time. <laughs> I was like, I was wondering. And yeah. He's like, what'd you do? Where's, where's uh, Igor? And uh, he, he tells him he traded Igor for the squirrel. Yeah. Which uh, by the way, Igor's not even his pet technically. No. So is this a thing people used to do? Like what? I can, I don't understand because my entire life pets have always been part of the family, like they're family yeah. members. Right. You don't, you don't just, just trade grandma for another grandma for a weekend. Right. It 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 kind of reminded me of like, oh, here's the class pet, and you get to take this class pet home for the weekend yeah. or something. Not like here's somebody else's pet, and it's a squirrel, and who has a pet squirrel anyways? So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, grandpa got beaten by somebody who eats nuts. <laughs> so naturally, Lily is extremely upset at this news, tells him that that was grandpa, you moron. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he doesn't say it like this. She doesn't say it no, like that. Yeah. But yeah, she gets really uh, pissed off. And then Eddie reveals it was only for the weekend. You know, yeah, it's like that makes it better. Well, Turns out the other kid's just a piece of shit because he sold grandpa to his dad for 64 cents. 65. 65. Yeah. You're selling someone else's pet. Yeah. And then the dad, not only does he buy the pet from his kid, but he flies to the cross country. Yeah, to Washington, D.C. Because <laughs> as we've, we've established there in California. We have established that, which we'll get to in the next episode we talk about in this episode, too. Yeah. Because, yeah, they've already established they're in California. So, yeah, they they've they have to take a flight across country um, once they find out that the dad who bought the animal from his kid for 65 cents. And it wasn't his kid or was it like so... I was confused. No, he says he sold it if, or he bought it from his son. Okay. Um, what a shit ass dad. <laughs> what an asshole friend. <laughs> Anyways. Um, we cut to the scientist, which he's already in Washington, D.C. This yeah. plane is fast as hell. Uh, talking to his uh, scientist partner. I'm not sure which two characters these two are, but they, excuse me, they're like super happy that they got this thing for cheap. And they're like, 
we're sending it to space. Yeah. And uh, grandpa passes out as the bat. And they're like, I've never seen a bat pass out before. I'm surprised grandpa just didn't turn into his human form in they the may, cage. They, they comment about that. Okay. Uh, I must Ledley have missed goes, that. He, he can't do that within a small confinement. Why not? He'd hurt himself growing. He did it in the last, in the not the last episode, but um, in the magic episode, in the box. Yeah, that was big enough for Grandpa to fit in. I guess Grandpa can't fit in this bat cage. Well, the cage would just break. You'd think, but I guess not. Oh, Maybe yeah. his magic doesn't work on steel. It's aluminum or foil. <laughs> okay uh yeah so grandpa just can't do it grandpa faints for some reason grandpa just faints in the the cage and uh when you you're there trying to do a good thing for your grandson and then you're suddenly going to space that's probably a lot to take (laughs) he's a vampire though he'll be fine dracula in space and no one ever watched that movie that's how he got there (laughs) Then we get uh, the monsters on a plane ride. Yes, going I, to Washington. I really enjoyed this scene um, for personal yeah. reasons, but also because it's just a good scene. Because again, we're finally episode twenty. We're in episode twenty of it, and we're getting more sh- shots of the monsters, not just in their house, which is always good. Um, actually in this episode, they're barely in the house at the beginning and at the end, really. And there was like, there's only a few minutes where they're in the house in this episode, um, all together throughout the whole episode. And so seeing them in the plane was really cool for several reasons show wise, but also personally, I, uh, worked on a short about Walt Disney years ago. And we built a 1930s train on a soundstage, um, almost exactly like that uh, plane, uh, just really? the, the same way they built that. You know, you had the 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 um, oval shape, I guess, for the fuselage. Did I just say that word right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm slurring words today, so I can't hear myself. Um, He's not drunk, I promise you. (laughs) No. At least Uh, I hope not. No. (laughs) Wrong podcast, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So I I really enjoyed seeing that because it it took me back to building that set and shooting on that set and everything. Because they they designed it the exact same way we did. for that train i mean i i guess i should say we designed ours the same way they did that shot those shots back in the day uh and we even had like a detachable roof so that we could get better camera angles and stuff which you see them do that in this episode too with the same set because there are points where they get another camera angle where i'm like there's no way you're getting a camera because their cameras were a lot bigger back then um than cameras are nowadays for for people who picture cameras now and no they were a lot freaking bigger back then so uh, and a lot more people manning one camera um i mean still nowadays you still have two to three people sometimes manning 
one camera so just imagine back then on the bigger cameras so yeah um but yeah that was my i've never heard that story before that's cool yeah uh but that was my thought process when i was watching i was like oh that's so cool and it just took me back to that time in my life uh when we shot that movie um and that was before disney did their their backstory on walt disney we did it first thank you very much it was called dreamer you could probably find it on youtube somewhere <laughs> anyways uh, disney don't sue us <laughs> um yeah so that's uh, that was my story on that one and but i did love seeing the monsters again in a plane in something not their house in something yeah. that doesn't necessarily look like the monsters would necessarily be there so it's always cool and, and Herman's excited as hell to be, is, is he mentions this is his very first plane ride which mm. does that mean they took a boat from Transylvania probably if it was years before when they didn't yeah. have you know necessarily airfare and stuff like that beforehand um but it, it's his first time on the airplane and yet he critiques the shit out of the stewardess <laughs> he's like i don't think she's gonna make it as a stewardess <laughs> well like, first he freaks out because he's, the propellers are gone yeah <laughs> uh Eddie Eddie has to play, uh, explain to him that it's a jet plane. Right. Uh, they also comment that as when they got on, all the other passengers got, got up and left. Yeah. Uh, the flight attendant had to be shoved on board with the door closed in her face. Yeah. And at that moment, they say this. Uh, she comes out shaking like a leaf with their cart of food, like just throwing them their boxes. <laughs> and herman's like trying to be nice he's like don't worry we'll be fine it's a jet plane yeah <laughs> it, it was funny to watch this entire sequence uh play out because it it's like at times I felt Herman was being very facetious <laughs> to the stewardess. Um, but then she comes out and he asks for some salt. Um, yeah. And she like brings a little salt packet out and just throws it at him. <laughs> and, and, and she turns around and we see she's wearing an entire um, parachute set because <laughs> she's about to dip. <laughs> like, she, I'm like, these people aren't doing anything wrong or anything bad they just look different uh, and you're you're uh being scared and literally going to jump out of a plane because you don't want to be around people that look different i mean i i don't know what that says about society but it has to say something <laughs> yeah i think it does very well <laughs> oh <laughs> i forgot about the parachute <laughs> i was i was uh surprised they didn't um have her jump out and then have herman look out the plane and say something like oh there goes yeah. the stewardess yeah. <laughs> she must have wanted some fresh air <laughs> uh yeah anyways uh, moving forward then after that scene uh we get herman looking back out the window and pointing um but the audio goes silent of course and then uh 
they cut to the scientists again. Yeah, and Grandpa and, is still passed out, and the the scientists uh, put a female bat next to him who I think's named Chloe. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, "This will wake him up. They can get to know each other before their trip to space." Very uh, there, there's a lot of um references to mating in this episode. Yeah, uh, between. Yeah. After they leave, Grandpa wakes up, and we get more of the the pulley squeaking noises as the uh, Chloe begins to flirt with Grandpa, and he's having none of it. <laughs> at, at, at first, I thought it was going to be like a circumstance where she was also a vampire, mm-hmm. um, which would have been would've interesting been. to see. Yeah. But yeah, it was funny because she's just like hitting on him and he's like, nope, we're not doing this today. <laughs> hey, back off, you old bat. <laughs> um, and then we go outside to the uh, MPs, the, the military police, um, mm-hmm. standing outside and they're just talking and and the younger, the shorter, younger guy, I, he looked very familiar. I couldn't figure out who he was, though. Um, but he looked very familiar and he also it, it seemed like their audio was off so i think they did some adr work with him uh second gi so it was either alan or frank gardner or alan hunt um i don't know which one it was though but uh the one who comments it's his first day on the job <laughs> yeah yeah so that would probably be the second one then Oh, he was in Charmed? Interesting. Um, yeah, I saw that, but I didn't know if I was should mention it. <laughs> so uh, they're talking about how they do secret experiments in here and that um, they don't want to know what they do in there. Like, have you ever seen those? Have you ever seen anything that they do? Like, I don't even want to know. <laughs> like, I'm better off not knowing. Um, very Roswellian. Like, I just don't want to mm. know what Area 51 is actually doing. Like, I could imagine, like, the MPs and shit like that being like, I don't want to know because then something could happen later. And then I, j- I just don't want to know. <laughs> Um, so then, um, the monsters pull up to the restricted station or building or what, it, what is this building actually? Some research center. Okay. Um, and you know, they're outside and, uh, Herman's like, hey, I'll just Go up and you know, ask him. Like, you can't just walk inside of a government building, right? Uh, oh, well, first they said they had a rental car, they had to do a rental car. And again, the reasoning behind this was because everyone dipped on them, (laughs) no taxi would stop for them, or taxis would stop and get out of their cars and run away. Like, just keep driving. Like, why would you? I was in Washington, D.C. just a couple years ago. Uh You don't have to be the monsters for this to happen. Everyone there is like, it's a weird ass place. Traffic sucks. You can't get anywhere. Yeah. 
if you ever go there, try to get spend the extra cash to get up close because you're going to be parking like an hour away to get where <laughs> to visit any of the stuff in Washington, D.C. Just walk around. Just that's yeah, what you're going to have to do. You got no <laughs> choice. Unless you want to pay $70 to park for like three hours. That's a place I'm avoiding right now. It doesn't seem like a smart idea to go there. <laughs> uh, but I do want to go. I, I've never talk been. about an expensive tourist trap. Let's just put it that way. Hmm? Okay. I want to go to all the museums. So um, I think that's the, the main thing, though. Yeah, the dude, you're gonna have planned to be there for a week and a half because we were there for six days. We saw like four buildings. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do um, they didn't leave the Munsters in DC to do an episode of them going to like the Smithsonian or some shit. It makes sense. They had that one of them going to that uh, that uh, the uh, research place that I'm forgetting the name of. Oh, the like the sequel. It was it was like a Sea World kind of, but yeah, I don't like remember that. what it was. I know what you're talking about. I I don't know if that's an a- official episode though. No, it, it was it's just like them visiting. Yeah, but the footage is lost, so unfortunately yeah. we won't be able to talk about that. Well, if people want what we're doing to, now. yeah, if people want to see some of that footage, um, you can go to YouTube and just type in, uh, monsters at like sea world or some shit like that and you can see some footage they there's not much of it there um oh marine land carnival okay what that's it what it is marine land monsters at marine land and then uh you can find it there's like a how long is this video here uh a one minute video <laughs> yeah or is that my ad? No, that's the ad. <laughs> the video I is... Say, I thought it was like at least 10. Oh, yeah. No, the video is still one minute. Yeah, it's just a minute video. Oh, um, that's I'm, disappointing. I'm sure you can find some other stuff. There's the 1991 Lost episode documentary that you can find. We're getting way off track, by the way. Uh, so yeah. let's dive back into the episode. So Monsters pulled right. up. Uh, they say they had to rent a car because the taxis all took off. Um and Herman gets out and says, well, I can I can talk to them and get in. Yeah. Uh, and this was after the MPs were already saying, we don't want to know what experiments they're doing in there. Uh, and uh, Herman walks up to them and was like, I need to. Um, uh, he says something. I, I, oh, he was he, very polite. He's yeah. like, uh, I'm here. Could you please uh, point me in the direction of the the. Uh, science lab please or something like that and they're like oh we'll just take you there okay he's like oh, you guys are really friendly right okay um and and they take him in and he walks into the science lab where the two bats are sitting and the and guys the and the scientists and he scares the shit out of these scientists that they literally oh, yeah. fall through a glass window. I don't know what that window went to because they just stood back up afterwards. Um, yeah. So it was just a, a glass wall, I guess. Because uh, it didn't look like outside either. And if it was outside, that's a very non-secure <laughs> building. <laughs> um so he he's looking at you know 
Igor and Chloe, and he's like, you know, there you are, Grandpa. I need to take you home. So he picks up the bat and he starts walking out. Yeah. Which bat did he grab, Mike? He grabbed Chloe, man. Uh, he did the gag that I thought he was going to do a few episodes back um, when we talked about uh, Grandpa turning into the wolf at the campground, um, <laughs> which I think was like episode sixteen. I want to believe. I, I want to say. Yeah. Um, so episode 16, Grandpa turned into the wolf, and I thought they were gonna yep. run this gag then. So it's a good thing they didn't, because doing it twice in such a short time period would have been annoying. So he did it with the bat. Um and and it works. I think this this one works for this episode because you still have a way for grandpa to get out. Um Herman takes off with that bat. And then they come over and, uh, oh, we did forget to mention that the, the rocket ship thing that they wanted to send grandpa on, not necessarily is going to return. <laughs> um, yeah. This is more like early Sputnik type stuff. Yeah. So, and they're like, well, we don't need the bat to return. It's just a stupid bat. Um, so they're like, well, we don't need both bats. All we need is one bat for right now. Uh, even though they, they think that Herman is a creation from another lab in the same building too. Um, and they think that he just took the bat just to mess with them. Like he was programmed. <laughs> I think he, they thought he was a robot or something. <laughs> yeah. They were like immediately in denial of what they just saw. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they think that the, they set him up to just come and mess with them and take the bat just, just to mess with them at all. I loved the effect of them crunching on the glass yeah. as they come back into the lab. It was, they could have easily just had that cleaned up, but no, they actually kept it. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, so then we get, this is the whole segment is in uh, this whole sequence is in uh, the lab um, pretty much until the end. And mm -hmm. well, the lab, the the secret base i should say um not very secret if the monsters just drove up to it but okay uh, the, uh the scientists are there talking and grandpa the as the bat starts wiggling all around making all kinds of noises and like well what's it doing if i had to guess if it was a person i'd say it's having a tantrum yeah it's <laughs> like that is just extremely true to grandpa's character yeah yeah um and so they they <laughs> i loved this part by the way they they grab him out and they, what was it that they said he'll do They're, here i'll show you the amazing radar sense of a bat yeah It'll fly at that wall without <laughs> hitting it <laughs> and grandma just go douche right into the freaking right wall, into the wall. <laughs> This would have been a great time for him to turn back into a human. <laughs> um, but no, Grandpa, they, they, they <laughs> I don't know how the scientists didn't laugh for that one. Like, they, they should have laughed. At <laughs> it's it. kind of like, well, that happened. And then um, they go, they walk over to get him. And then he, Grandpa bolts, Grandpa the bat bolts yep. out of the room. He takes the opportunity to go out the door. It flies around the corner and they walk, they run after him and um, grandpa's there in they, humanoid form now. Yeah, they lose it, but luckily, you know, grandpa's there. Are you guys looking for a bat? 
It went that way. Uh, they don't question Grandpa at all as to why the hell he's there, who the hell he is, <laughs> and why do you look the way you look and dress the way you dress? Um, the scientists don't. Uh, Grandpa walks out, and the MPs see yeah, him. He, just walk, he, just walk, he walks out like he owns the place. He's yeah. like, hey. You mind calling me a cab? I gotta get home. I do. I'd fly, or uh, I gotta catch a flight. I do it myself, but I've had a day. Yeah. Uh, and they comment about how he's like, you know, a, a special person for the the a special scientist or some shit, like a VIP kind of person. Um, but yet they thought Grandpa was, a, or they thought Herman was the creation, not Grandpa. <laughs> We all remember from watching um, the family portrait episode in color that grandpa doesn't necessarily look that much different either. So no super blue and uh, everything. So yeah, Um, they, they call him a flight home and then we get into the monster's house and then we go from there and we ended up, Uh, you want to close us out? All right. So the family are, they're back home. Uh, they're trying to get the bat to turn back into grandpa and not understanding why he's not changing back. Uh, grandpa walks in. He's like, what are you guys waiting for? I'm like, oh, we're waiting for you to turn back into yourself. It takes him like a moment. And then, like, oh, wait, what the hell? Who is this? Oh, no, <laughs> no, like, no. It, it was even funnier because they were saying he and grandpa says she. And they're like, we. We we know we we know all that like it, it, no it's a he we know what we're doing. Did you say that? No. Okay. You're looking at me like I just fucking said that. <laughs> no no no. <laughs> but yeah, he, he he they do the he she thing, and then they all like Tiva said they all like realize oh grandpa's here and they they all do this like slow look up which we still use today in comedy i'll tell you that (laughs) um they just do this like yeah 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 oh wait a minute (laughs) um so that gag still isn't old apparently well because it they still use it so uh yeah usually they use it they're like oh he's dead no he's dead and then they show up but yeah um hey grandpa's like herman grabbed the wrong bat yeah <laughs> and uh then we end that's that's how we end this episode well at first he's like i was like i had i did i don't want to go to the moon then igor comes home and mm, he's like, yes. uh, immediately flies to uh chloe yes i forgot about this part yeah and uh you know eddie's like what are they talking about and grandpa's like I, I, one moment he leans into herman he's like maybe you should tell the kid about the the bats and the bees yeah <laughs> and that's when the episode fades out <laughs> um, well he's tried uh no i'm sorry uh herman doesn't understand what he means so he ha- as he's explaining to herman what he's talking about it fades out. yeah um this was a scene where their makeup was you could really see the black in their nose that makes their mm-hmm. nose thinned out and stuff. Uh, oh, I, I had never noticed it until this episode. So I just wanted to point that well, out. We didn't really get as close to their faces as we right. do in this one that often. Right. They did a nice close up on them. And uh, yeah, so then we fade out. And uh, final thoughts on 
episode 20. This was just a fun one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, if it, I can't imagine why anyone would be skipping around with these, but if you're not watching them with us, this is one I highly recommend. Go watch. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's just fun. Yeah, I really oh. enjoyed this episode, so. Yeah. Why? What am I out of space for? Don't worry about it. I got you. All right. <laughs> Tivis and his technical difficulties. I got you, dude. Don't worry about it. All right. Um. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode, and I really... um want to see more episodes like this one it it's it's interesting too because we we keep talking about grandpa centric episodes this is but without alice al lewis in it really like he's in this for what two minutes tops in the whole episode um yeah at the beginning and at the very end and that's probably it rounds out to about two minutes but it's still a grandpa centric episode because we're seeing him and and if you've watched and understand grandpa's personality you can picture it within the bats uh mannerisms and and fits as tivis said and stuff like that so yeah i really enjoyed it so let's have more episodes like this um as i say for a show that's been canceled for decades All right, so let's well, di- we still got quite a few to go yeah let's dive into episode 21 well, hang on. I got a couple oh. trivia for Oh, trivia. Uh, let's Hit see. It. The title of this one is based on the old expression, birds of a feather, you know, flock together. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you didn't already guess that. And apparently this has been around since at least the 16th century and used to be known as birds of one kind and color flock and fly always together, which in my opinion is not as catchy. Um <laughs> If you watch during the lineup, uh, James Mather's second boy, you know, when they're in the science fair, Mm -hmm. he's constantly changing positions during the shots. And uh, of course, I I didn't notice this, but apparently, and I believe it at the end, uh, you may have when they're in the lab and stuff, you can uh, really see the strings on the bats. And uh, yeah. Weirdly enough, it's also very prominent with Igor at the end when yeah. they're in the house yeah. for some reason. I'm not sure if they, they changed up strings or what they did between the first few episodes and this episode. But yeah, this mm-hmm. episode, you can really see the string work. Um, not as bad as you could in the colored episode, uh, in the colorized episode. But yeah, uh, you could definitely see them for sure. I think the more light too in the uh, uh, lab had something to do with that. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, they use lighting to hide this stuff even today. So I'm sure it was very uh, needed back then. Yeah. You mean they don't CG at all nowadays, Tivis? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people do, but I, I did like um 
if you watch BTS stuff for WandaVision, the first three episodes, they did a lot of string work like this too, still, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. All right. Well, if you haven't seen that show, they were, uh, they went way out of their way to recreate these old shows, including building a set the same way they used to rather than by today's standards. Yeah. So. So let's move on to episode 21, man. All right. And I apologize if I sound weird now. And, and episode, uh, season one, episode 21. Uh, Don't Bank on It. Aired February 11th, nope. 1965. Written by a newcomer, Douglas Tibbles. That's not the name of the episode, sir. Not? It's Don't Bank on Herman. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> and this is why we have two people on the episode. <laughs> Don't bank on Herman. There we go. Uh, this was written, uh, like I said, by newcomer Douglas Tibbles. Uh, Norm Liebman and Ed Haas were also involved. Uh, Doug wrote for uh, other shows such as the Andy Griffith Show and Bewitched. And this was directed by Ezra Stone. Uh, the guests in this one are Maurice Manson as Mr. Grover, Pitt Herbert and Mr. Williams, who has also been in shows such as Batman Lost in Space and the Brady Bunch. Uh, whoops. I did not put who this person <laughs> played. So Ooh. I'll skip them for now. Uh, Jack Bernardi as Scotty Duzik mm-hmm. and, uh, he appeared in Perfect Strangers, which is a show I recently discovered and don't know how I didn't know about this for majority of my life. Um, uh, Audrey Swanson as the woman teller, which this is her final acting credit. Really? Uh, a lot of people ending their careers with this show. Uh, What's that got to say about the show? <laughs> a high note to go out on. Right. Okay. Paul, uh, or I'm sorry, Mousy Garner as Fingers Malone. Mm-hmm. So. Um, <clears throat> Which I think his real name sounds more gangster than. <laughs> Paul Garner, not Mousy. No, just Paul Mousy Garner sounds oh, more okay. gangster yeah. than Fingers Malone. And when I say gangster, I mean like old time like mafia gangster type guys like yeah no easy you're not wrong <laughs> uh, i wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't <laughs> uh, don't hurt me <laughs> well i look back at old actors there's a <clears throat> they're either comedians or other stock <laughs> So we open up with uh, Meryl, who's lying on the couch as Herman and Lily take her temperature. And uh, she's oh, got wait. a fever of. I got to read the synopsis, bro. Oh, you're right. You're right. Jeez, I'm man. Ahead. All right. Uh, so, episode 21 Don't Bank on Herman. Not it. <laughs> uh, as Tiva said, uh, when Herman and Grandpa go to the bank to make a withdrawal. They are instead mistaken for bank robbers and handed $18,000 in cash. Which, what does that translate to today? <laughs> uh, I could tell you. I got it. 
one million six hundred and six thousand eight hundred fifty and thirty eight cents. Shit. All right. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's. You can see uh, why Herman uh, is excited as we go into this. Right. All right. Uh, moving forward now. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Yeah, we open up. You know, as I was saying, um, with Meryl laying on the couch. Uh, they're taking her temperature, and she's got a whopping uh, uh, fever of ninety-eight point six. And she's like, isn't that normal? And Herman goes, oh, no, 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 no. No, we average around 50. These people are going to kill her. Yeah. Uh, Eddie comes in and Herman is yelling the symptoms at Grandpa, who I thought at first was making a potion. But turns out he's doing magic from the dungeon. Uh, as Meryl begins floating above the couch and Lily tells her, just forget it. And, uh, Meryl just falls onto the couch with a ton of dust going everywhere. Yeah. It was, um, I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Yeah. And <laughs> look, this, this honestly has nothing to do with anything else in this episode. So I don't get what was going on. Well, yeah, it does. It sets up. It, it 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 sets up why Herman has to go and do what he goes to do. Does so after okay. yeah. So after this, um, we we see this happening. Well, Marilyn was the one that was supposed to go to the bank, but Marilyn is sick, so Lily's staying home with Marilyn to take care of her and sending Herman to the bank to get the uh, money from the tax account. Is I, I've never had a, a tax specific account, but okay. I think the her, the monsters are really wealthy and really well off. And um, I took to mean like uh you know they owe every year when it comes to tax time. Mm, I guess maybe they don't pay taxes throughout the year, so they have to withhold their own taxes. Maybe I don't know. I have to do that crap, so I know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, that's, uh, that, that's the setup for the episode is Marilyn's sick. She can't do it. And then, um, they send Herman to go and do it for them. Moving on. Uh, you know, we get our intro and stuff. Um, Lily tells them, you, you know, you gotta go to uh, the bank. Uh, she warns like, Make sure to get this amount. You come straight home. Don't do anything else. Right. And at first I'm like, is she worried her husband's an idiot? But then I realized grandpa's going with him. Yeah. Okay. This is a needed warning. <laughs> uh, well, she also writes the check for him specifically. Uh, signs yeah. it, does all the things, writes the um, uh, slip. Uh, 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 where are those slips called? Withdrawal. Withdrawal slips. Yeah, I never fill those fucking things out. I make the tellers do it. <laughs> oh, if you want a uh, 
anyone who's ever tried to put a check into their bank, uh, if you want a nice little trick to not to have that waiting period, uh, have them cash it and then immediately tell them you want to deposit it. They get mad, but it's a workaround. I guess. It works. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we cut to the bank and you have a teller walking up to the manager and the manager tells them, Hey, there's some robbers in town who are wearing or escaping by wearing disguises. Man, the monsters cannot catch a break. <laughs> so, you know, just after that scene, we get Herman and grandpa strolling up. Uh, there's a lot of the robbers bank. in their town, by the way. Um, yeah, well, it's California, the, you know, land of the rich and famous. So, yeah, I guess the wealthy rob us all blind. <laughs> I forget how the rest of that song goes. All uh, right. So, yeah, Herman and Grandpa arrived. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, and he just they goes go inside. Up. Well, 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 she says, just say you want this much, all the money from this account because it's from their tax account. Yeah. Uh, they go inside. <laughs> Herman all smacks his head on a lamb, a light fixture. Yeah. Uh, and- they go up to the teller, this woman, and she's like, she immediately is staring at them like, oh, good God. Uh, Herman then asks for all the money. <laughs> he does now. He they did pay attention. Uh, he does sit the withdrawal slip down. Yes, he does. <laughs> and and the the everything else, but he just is like, I want all the money. Give me all the money. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa doesn't help by saying if you could put it in a bag, you know. It's it's a lot to carry. Yeah. So uh, she just hands him a giant sack of cash that he doesn't see anything wrong with. And they politely leave, you know, telling everyone as they go to have a wonderful day. Yeah, it's great setup. Very great setup. I enjoyed this setup. Um, Can I just say I learned something from this scene, though? What? Herman makes a comment about hipsters. Uh-huh. I didn't realize hipsters were around way back. Uh I think they were just hippies and they called them hipsters. Yeah. Well, I learned something today. <laughs> but it, I it was a great interaction. It's like, why can't you just say, can I have the money from my account? Which is funny that they would be making fun of hippies then because that's probably where a lot of their audience was. In the 60s? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like they were mostly out not wearing shoes, playing guitar on a beach, listening to a cultist. Uh, yeah, they weren't all Manson family people. <laughs> there was more than just him. I know. Uh, <laughs> All right. Anyways, enough with the uh, history lesson. <laughs> yeah. So they get home and Herman's counting it out. And she's like, so how much did you get? He's like, 183,000. Like, 
Really? From our account that only had 680. 18,300. Not 183,000. That's a lot more. Correct. (laughs) That's a way lot more. Um, And she's pissed off, too. Uh, That means my number's off. Yeah. All right. Well, let me convert that real quick and you can uh, continue on. Lily is pissed off. And, um, be. We we did I think we skimmed over it, but at the beginning, I noticed in this episode, Lily is very angry. Um she is rude about grandpa's magic and says basically says fuck it. And uh then Herman does this and she is just completely rude and just calls him a dumb idiot. Uh Oh, she is mad. She's super mad, super, I don't know, abusive (laughs) in a way. Um, Just says he like fluffs it all up. He always screws it all up. And um, yeah, I. That's about it. And then I got uh, the actual today's value. It is not a million. It is only. 160,685 and four cents. Okay. I was going to say a large chunk of money, but not as much as I originally thought. Right. Okay. All right. But yeah. So, and you know what? I can't really blame her. The fact that Herman screwed this up so badly. I mean, she could have went and done it herself. Yeah, she could have, but she's got shit to do too. You know, what's he doing? Uh, now you sound Herman like my wife. Crying. <laughs> and I can't help but feel like this is his way of getting out of trouble because, you know, we all know how to get out of trouble with our significant others if we've been with them long enough. I guess. Like kind of diffuse the situation so they're not as angry, at least. Right. And. I, I can't help but feel like this is him playing that card. Uh, the guilty like, card. Just take the money back. It's fine. You made a mistake. And he's like, okay, but can I play with it first? And she gets pissed with him again. Yeah. She does not really enjoy. Um, I don't. I think she's with Herman for the money, man. <laughs> In the nice house. <laughs> She's only uh, with them because they have a kid. <laughs> so that night they're trying to sleep because the bank is closed at this point. And he has to wait till morning. Yeah. Uh, he's in his sleep counting the money and then talking about what he's going to spend it on and then trying to tell the women to leave him alone. <laughs> and that's the point where she like, hold on, wait a second. Right. He's like, I'm drowning in money. And so she grabs the water pitcher next to the bed. And she's like, oh, I'll drown you. Drowning, drowning. Oh, Pours it on his face. Well, it's because he started naming specific women, too. Yeah, um, that doesn't help. So uh, don't do that. <laughs> like He was asleep, though. 
control your your you can't control your subconscious yes you can (laughs) figure it out figure it out um i I did want to go back to one of my notes real quick because i just saw it yeah Uh, at the very beginning uh when grandpa's screwing up she says grandpa should give up medicine or take a practice in california (laughs) (laughs) because he's (laughs) that was a big dig at the california medical uh but also um i thought they did live in california so (laughs) that was my thought i was like wait they are in california aren't they Yeah, yeah they are um and then of course, my other note was she's just fucking pissy in this episode to both Herman and uh, Grandpa. So, oh, she's mad. Yeah. Uh, so she dumps the water on Herman, and and then she's just like they they argue, <laughs> it, but then she's just like, "I'm dead. I'm going to sleep. I'm dead." And then she literally just bloop. <laughs> Fucking That's falls what, asleep. I, I, like, did she just force herself to die? Because we we know from past episodes that she has died before. Right. So, uh, and then Herman can't go to sleep, so he's like, "Ah, screw it! I'm gonna go return the money now." Um, and then he gets Grandpa, and why he keeps well, he taking Grandpa? <laughs> Grandpa causes half of these issues. Um. And they go down to the bank. He literally breaks the bank door down. Well, before that, Grandpa electrocutes himself to turn off the alarm. Mm. Yeah. Um, He's like, it's just a cut of some shocks. And, uh, oh, oh, we forgot to mention he was sleeping with the money under his pillow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a safe spot. Probably lumpy. Yeah, yes. His brain's gonna fall out again, or no? His uh, head. What was is that? What was it? It was his head. His skull. His head comes off Something or some like shit. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're gonna end up having to bank this bank pay for more damages than they're returning at this point. Yeah. So they break down the front door. They go over and find the safe, and Herman breaks the the safe timer off. Um, and grandpa's just like, oh yeah, just change it to the time it's about to be in like one minute. <laughs> and, um, uh, how do they change this timer? Cause it looks like he just like changes it like a freaking alarm clock. That's exactly what he does. He's like, I wonder if these things are just like an alarm clock that he rips it out of the door, wall, yeah. the vault wall door and just, uh, begins turning it. Yeah. And uh, they get in the vault and they realize it, it looks really nice in that their vault. Yeah, Grandpa feels right at home. It reminds him of the crypts. <laughs> um, and then uh, they set the money down and they're looking around for a second. I'm not sure why. And they hear the door close. Uh, so... Once the door closes, they're both like, "Did did you hear that? It sounded like yeah. 
the the front door or the side door the back door the only the door, only door. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh run over and um grandpa just disappears when they run over to the door so there's clearly no door on that set piece there uh yeah. but he just like runs in in through and um and uh uh, uh 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 what was i saying oh and and herman's just standing there but like l lewis just runs through <laughs> the thing so i'm like maybe there's a little hallway who knows um and they start grandpa starts like we're never gonna get out of here and herman yeah, just sits his he ass down freaks out uh and herman just sits down to wait it out yeah yeah, he's grandpa's like, what's what's wrong with you? Uh, then we cut back to the house and we find we see that we've seen this before that hallway of doors. Mm-hmm. We've seen Eddie's room. We've seen the Herman and Lily's room. We've seen the guest room. We're finding out which one of those doors is Marilyn's now, and I believe it's right across the hall from the guest room. Mm-hmm. Uh, judging from past episodes, it must be and. Lily's like, Grandpa, uh, Herman's missing and Grandpa hasn't slept on his slab today, or this, today. And she's like, I feel real bad about, you know, being mean to Herman earlier. Uh, I don't think she ever realizes that Herman went to go return the money. She just, you know, like, oh, he must be upset that I yelled at him. Right. Yeah, they don't and know tried to drown him. where he's <laughs> at at all. Um and i don't rem so so full disclosure this is the part where i fell asleep <laughs> all right well i got you covered but uh, we cut back to the i vault. kept shutting my eyes i should say i didn't fall asleep <laughs> i was tired uh, guys so, yeah so, so for the listeners to understand mike is a real man and he's been pretty much <laughs> building a house from the ground up <laughs> so he was he's been busy I apologize and it won't happen again though because I want to be able to give more input. Um so I do know so they go back to the bank. Correct. And it's Herman just standing in the vault. Grandpa's gone and he's like, "Wait. They were trying Grandpa? to beat the door Grandpa? down for a minute too." What's that? They tried to beat the door down too for a minute. Right? Or no, that was before uh, not, they got into it. That yet, was before. But yeah. Herman wonders. He's like, he thinks he's alone now, and Grandpa just turns out to be behind him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like, Grandpa, Grandpa, and then he turns, and Grandpa's like turns out from behind him, and it's like, okay. Um, I, I'm, I do like that they Grandpa mentioned it's a solid steel vault. So it's not yeah. like you can be like, oh, grandpa, you can turn into something and go out there and change the locker, you know. So it, at least we know there's no way to get out of there. Um, but eventually the air would run out. And as much as they want to say they don't need air, they've clearly stated that oh, grandpa needs air. <laughs> you you might have slept through this part. But uh, <clears throat> so after that, they find a phone on the wall. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah, pick yeah. it up in an emergency line. And, and call 911. If I didn't know they were in California, I would think they're in Detroit at this point. Because if you think this operator is a bad bad at emergency calls, these literally happen in Detroit. Like there are 
I lived near there and I hear some horror stories and you can find the audio online. Yeah. They're real bad at their job. Uh, but uh, this lady is extremely unhelpful. Herman's like, you know, we're trapped and could you just call the car? Is it not? And uh, here's the, you have to call them direct. It's a local number. He's like, well, I don't have the phone book. I'm trapped. <laughs> She's right. like, well, here's the number you call. So he tries to help get grandpa to help him remember it so he can call. Then, of course, grandpa. Well, Herman's Herman's saying the number over and over and over. Yeah. And then, oh, shit. We missed a good call, uh, joke callback. When they first go into the bank, <sighs> uh, grandpa goes towards the vault door and Herman's nowhere to be found. He's over at one of the desks trying to fill a uh, fountain pen. And mm. grandpa's like, we don't have time for that. So now that they're in there, grandpa's like, well, give me something to write it down with. He hands in the pen and it, it's not right. He's like, it's empty. He's like, you didn't let me fill it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So as Herman's dialing it, grandpa begins saying a bunch of random friggin' numbers yeah. and Herman forgets it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, grandpa ends up having to do it. Cause grandpa does remember it. Um, no, no, no. He calls the emergency number back and oh, he's yeah. like, lady, That's what it was. there's no air in here. We're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Which is false and true at the same time. <laughs> it just depends on which episode you're in. <laughs> and she just doesn't give a shit. Just like Detroit. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, then we start that, seeing the uh, uh, is um fingers malone correct yes that at that point the uh well first herman just plain breaks the phone i don't know why he does that he just does yeah uh and then the the real robbers arrive at the bank okay and i didn't notice when they entered were you conscious during this did they enter through the broken door or the door that herman didn't break they walked through the front door well, it's a double door. Yeah. He broke the one. I don't know if they opened the one that swing, was swinging open. Yeah, still I was wondering that. if he fixed it by putting it back or maybe. Um, and, uh, I, I don't know if he fixed it. But uh, yeah, they walk through the door and they come through the the teller's area of the bank. Um, and walk over to safe, but don't they start hearing noises? Yeah, they they start drilling into it. The place, the dynamite, to blow the door off, and yeah. Grandpa's like, "We're saved." <laughs> and the whole time, I'm like, "They're gonna place an explosive. You guys really shouldn't be standing on the other side of the door." <laughs> I was expecting, you know, to have the cartoon uh, look of, uh, you know, they got hit with the blast as they came out, right? But no. The robbers bust the door off. They walk out and they're so happy to be rescued. And the robbers are like, holy shit, what is this? <laughs> Nighttime security, man. <laughs> uh, Herman goes and gives them a hug and they just fall unconscious. And he's like, yeah. oh, well, maybe we should just get out of here. <laughs> oh, no, because grandpa realizes, hey, these guys aren't the police. Why are they here? <laughs> Yeah. Like, we should probably leave. Get the hell out of there. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just 
this whole sequence at the bank is uh these these were a good couple episodes it's just goofy like, goofy ass like yeah it, it it was fun um and the 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 two robbers they get arrested correct Yes, because then we cut, they to, cut to the, uh, the family sitting at the table. I don't Again. know if it's breakfast or whatever, but Herman is, uh, no, Grandpa is reading the headlines while uh, Herman is helping Lily with the dishes like a real man. Uh, <laughs> and he's reading, he's like, there's, uh, you know, the robbers were captured unconscious uh, with the help of two unnamed uh citizens and there is a reward for their help if they were to come forward and herman's like uh nah we don't need that <laughs> just doing the good thing is reward enough right he looks at his uh uh, uh f- like frying pan and mm-hmm. he sees his reflection and it cracks yeah. and for some reason that upsets him but the mirrors don't and he just punches it and that's how we close the episode <laughs> Yeah, I was confused too because I was like, is that was it a glass pan? I was like, what why did it crack? Um yeah, so uh my final thoughts on this episode, it was good. I liked it. I liked the humor. Even though I was falling asleep, it had nothing to do with the episode. You just exhausted. <laughs> I was just exhausted. Um so yeah, I enjoyed it. I uh and it and when I say I fell asleep, I just closed my eyes for parts here and there. And realize, oh shit! You you know you do that wake up thing. Um, yeah, I enjoyed this episode too. Uh, I did like episode twenty way more. Um, as far as entertainment value and everything goes, so yeah. Uh, this one, the bank robbery thing. I think we need to get away from Herman doing these robbery scenarios like <laughs> he, yeah it has been a couple in a row just him bumbling into the situations yeah yeah so um yeah that's my thoughts on this episode what about you tibis <laughs> i drank a mountain dew today and now it's coming back to bite me uh yeah these were like this one i had uh fun with as well the whole trapped in the bank vault was just great the interactions between lily and herman Mm. i I loved how annoyed she was because he screwed up and he rightly so she should be (laughs) and now i'm gonna sneeze oh it's just a mess today uh (laughs) but uh, these were two amazing episodes back to back and I feel like I say this a lot, but this is a fun one for me. Yeah. I think it's just this show in general. It's just so good. It's the show, man. I, I like, I think we've said before, we're both not like super fanatics of the monsters in any way. Um, Like we don't know you go to this episode at this second and watch this part you know, to see this one quote or whatever, we're, we're not that super into it as at yet. Like we had said in the very first episode we of the podcast, be one of the people on beat the geeks, <laughs> right? 
So, um, and if you have joined us and you never listened to our intro talking about how we feel of the monsters and what our ideas are of the monsters moving forward and everything, go back and listen to episode one of the monster cast. Um, in there, we talk about the first episode of the monsters, but we also do an intro to ourselves so you can hear a little bit more about us and our thought process on the monsters and everything. And we really want to be able to give everyone the show good show and you know express our feelings because some of these episodes are first time views for us or you know we just don't remember them from childhood um so it's it's a nice thing to go through that and to grow our love of the monsters as i feel i am every time i watch a new episode i'm like enjoying it more and more and more and i used to enjoy this show all, all the time as a kid so it was always monsters over adam's family for me but and I'm oh, not yeah. just saying that because of, we do a freaking monsters cast. So <laughs> I'm just well, I'm personally watching both and I will still happily pick monsters over Adams. Yeah. All right. So um, any last words today, man? Uh, just one little bit of trivia for this one. OK. Uh, while he's dreaming, Herman tells uh, Zaza Gabor to mm-hmm. stand in line with the rest of the girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabor was a well-known uh, actress mm-hmm. uh, for her ex- uh, extravagant lifestyle, glamorous personality, and nine husbands. Yeah, uh, that might have been the one that made Lily sit up straight. <laughs> awesome. Um, what what was your thoughts on this episode? I think you said already, didn't you? I think yeah, I we already asked. did that. Okay. I didn't know if I had asked you. I didn't know if I asked you. (laughs) Cause I said a bunch of other stuff too. Um, well, Holy cow. You need sleep. Yeah, I do. I got up super early today too and started working, um, before we did this. So, uh, final words for the show, man, for this episode of our, of this podcast. (laughs) Again, I'm just so grateful that we're doing this and people are actually interested Yes. Like, this is just fun. And I, I hope people are having fun with us. Yes. We appreciate everybody that does listen, does follow us, does everything. Uh, and we hope that we're entertaining you guys and maybe giving you guys some flashbacks of either childhood when you watch these specific episodes or, you know, getting you back into the routine of going through and rewatching some of these episodes. So uh, getting you hyped for the upcoming Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. Um. I still haven't read a whole lot for it, but we'll we'll figure it out as we start seeing some footage. Uh, again, everybody, we appreciate you and we thank you. And um, you can email us if you want at themonstercast@outlook.com, and just find us on all the socials and YouTube at the Monstercast. Uh, last thing, uh, Tivis. I hope everyone's twenty twenty two is starting off good. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, With that said, we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. You can be black or yellow or white. It doesn't matter. What does matter? the size of your heart and the strength of your character.